0: welcome podcast one time of recording is friday october 4th it's a historic day for us as we bring you the inaugural podcast of the lighter side hockey the lighter side a different look at a daring game homage back to the 1988 great bloopers vhs kids out there if you haven't seen it youtube it because you're missing out uh, I'm Joe Grammatico. I'll be your host along with my co-host on the other side, Mr. Zach Kaliopoulos. Zach, how's it going this morning?
1: Not too bad, Joe. Uh, getting pretty excited here wrapping in the new uh, season. Got some exciting hockey so far. I'm getting ready to get going here.
0: Awesome. So what was your favorite part? Kane getting suspended at the end of preseason for assaulting an official or Babcock sitting spezza?
1: You know, uh, it's quite quite entertaining so far you you can't forget the uh the mustard packets either with oh, in this uh in this start of the preseason as well but uh yeah. you know we got all in all we got a lot of uh, exciting prospects this year and uh, i think it should be a, a fun and entertaining year of hockey
0: yeah so let's get this since it's our intro show each week uh, we're going to bring to you our look back on the on the past week from our outsiders fan perspective also take a look at the week ahead, uh, what's coming up. And we're Detroit fans, we're Detroiters, so a lot of the focus that we're going to talk about is going to be around our Detroit Red Wings. Oh, we're yeah. quite a few years away from being back in the fold, but hopefully we're here on the start. we got some exciting things going on in Motown. So with that, uh, let's talk some prospects. Let's do that uh, for this first show. So if you want to take it away with maybe your top five prospects for this season.
1: Yeah, you know, Joe, I mean... There's a lot of obvious ones this year, but you can't. You obviously got to right off the bat talk about Jack Hughes. The Hughes brothers in general, they'll be, they should be a threat this year. Both uh, good two way players, both obviously have that niche for the uh, offensive side of the puck. You got Cal McCarr over in uh, Colorado, really excelled in the playoffs last year, so he'll be exciting to watch. And there's a few other guys who are kind of more gritty players, not the best skaters, but they'll get it done alex Turcott over in la and there's a few there's a few guys um kind of i think that are going under the radar this year uh Tazier over in uh columbus and uh you also have um who's the other one i was talking about earlier oh well you got uh capo capo cacco obviously he'll be a huge one as well so um yeah, it should, be, it should be exciting to watch. I think these kids are going to get in there and mix it up with the veterans. So um, it'll kind of bring a new aspect to the game, definitely, more than the, even these few previous years.
0: Nice. Very good. Um, yeah, I'd like, obviously, the Hughes brothers, like the excitement there, having them both in the league. Can't wait to see the two of them play against each other. Uh definitely with Kako was hoping the wings could get up to that number two spot in the draft lottery last year and no doubt bring him to Motown. Um but exciting. So what are you thinking? Who's your pick out of all the prospects for the rookie of the year two thousand twenty? I'm
1: I'm real excited to watch uh Kale McCarr. He's just he's real poised at the blue line and he seems to be able to do it all. So he, he takes real good care of his body and Just the preparation day in and day out seems like it's there for him, and it's working well.
0: Well, I'm going with Quinn Hughes, the other Hughes brother. Um, For me, I'm a little bitter about it still, that he was available when the Wings picked last year, and we went offense and grabbed Zadina when he fell to six. But Quinn Hughes, I think he's ready. He's in the Vancouver lineup. The guy played 23 minutes and had an assist in their, their loss in the first game of the season. I think he's only going to get better as the year goes on. I think he's my pick. He's my front runner for the Rookie of the Year, which which will be fun uh, if he can pull it off, because last year, obviously, Elias Pettersson was the Rookie of the Year in Vancouver. Uh, they got quite the potent offense with Bozer coming back uh, under contract. Definitely. So Vancouver overall will probably be an exciting team to watch uh, as we you know, kick off this 2019-2020 season. Definitely. Um, and also,
1: what do, you, what do you think as far as... um you know Stanley Cup contenders going on with some of these new exciting trades and teams that have been built this past year. You
0: no, know, I want just the the hockey fan in me wants to see Jumbo Joe win the cup before he retires and he's back for for one more season. I don't know if the Sharks can do it. Um I don't think St. Louis is going to repeat, you know, it takes a lot you have that that short summer after you party all summer after the big win. Absolutely. Um, so I don't think uh I don't think they're going to be able to repeat. I think the Cups going to come back to the East this year. Um and I think uh I think the Capitals are going to be right back out there in contention. So I'm going to take uh Ovechkin and the Capitals uh to okay. to nail down the Stanley Cup for the second time in 3 years.
1: Okay, I don't I don't find that a bad pick at whatsoever. You know, they got a lot of talent over there. Everyone seems to kind of work together well as well as a real underrated uh Nicholas Backstrom as well. So but uh, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go more of a Canadian team, and I think I'm going to take uh, Calgary this year. Canadians? Uh, they don't win the
0: Stanley Cup.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go with Calgary this year. Uh, you know, Sean Monahan, just kind of an all-around player. He can do it all. You got Goudreau, and uh, you got Matthew Kachuk over there. A lot of good uh, veteran, uh, kind of a well-rounded uh, base defense over there as well. So I think they're going to be a threat going down the line.
0: Well, we'll have to wait and see. I'm writing that down. You're going off the board with a Canadian team. We know they don't like to win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> was it the Canadians or was it Calgary, Calgary. in 89? Was the last Cup win? It's been a while. <laughs> I'm and not even so sure. you going that? with Calgary again. Yeah. Excellent. Well, how about our old friend Mike Babcock? Starting the season off, you got Jason Spezza. Drafted originally by the Ottawa Senators, he signs with his hometown team, the Leafs, to play one more year. They open up the season in Toronto. His family can be there, and then Babcock doesn't start him. <laughs> he doesn't play him. Yeah,
1: but- it's int- you know Babcock's always been known to do uh, some interesting things, make some some wild calls here and there. Not saying that it was a wild call, but uh, you know I think I think he maybe should have started him, thrown him out on the third or fourth line. He's a guy that you know he's. He's been doing it a long time. He's been successful. I think, I think he could have helped the team out. I'm not sure fully what his reasons were obviously, but uh, I'd like to see Spezza get out there and
0: kind of mix it up a bit. Yeah. And then stick with the Leafs there. John Tavares named the captain on opening night. Do you think Tavares was always their front runner to be captain? Do you think uh, him and Matthews were kind of tied to then Matthews recent legal issues, you know, kind of stepped him back and put Tavares out front. What are your thoughts on that one? You know,
1: my I mean, my personal opinion, I think they brought Tavares in knowing they needed a, a veteran presence for all these young kids, kind of uh especially parting ways with Marlowe, who was kind of like a father figure in some ways to a lot of these young guys, such as Marner and, and Matthews. I think they had to kind of bring in him and kind of let him run the show, show him how it should be done. And obviously, they they can have a a captain down the line when Tavares is kind of on his way out with Matthews or Marner sitting there. I'm sure they'll be franchise players. So, Um, I think Tavares was kind of set up. He's he's you know he's been a a a very good captain over in uh, New York for most of his career. So, Um, I think I think
0: it'll work out well for them. Is this the year? I know you're going with Canadian teams. Is Toronto, are they going to get past Boston and make a deep playoff run this season? You know, I, I think, I think it's going to take a little bit more time for them. They need, they
1: just need to kind of find more of their identity a little bit and kind of maybe uh, work out some kinks they have on the blue line that I've noticed to me have been
0: some of their big issues in these past few years is Babcock is he still going to be the coach when they finally get over that hump do you think this is his last year uh I
1: think uh Babcock will stick around you know Shanahan up in the the front office I think they got a good thing going there um but you know never know never know so we'll see
0: yeah it's uh, I'm surprised that he's lasted this long in that uh hockey hotbed in Toronto Uh, yeah under fire regularly if you're if you're not winning and there's a lot of hopes out there a lot of high draft picks uh yeah. A coach that's won Stanley Cups, he's, you know, led Olympic teams to, to gold medals. Uh so I know they I know this has gone a, l- a little longer than they were hoping up there in Toronto. So
1: Yeah, most we'll definitely. See. You know, it'll be interesting to see one of his contracts up, see what uh kinda what uh words are put out into the media and see what <laughs> see what they have for us to kinda chime in on. Right.
0: Well let's uh stick with the Eastern conference. Let's talk our Red Wings here. This is our Inaugural podcast, The Lighter Side, Joe and Zach uh, talk about our hometown team, the Detroit Red Wings. Obviously, if you look at the Vegas odds, 200 to 1 odds to win the Stanley Cup, I don't think anyone's seriously talking about Wings being cup contenders. Uh, I've heard it thrown around that if things go right, maybe they can push for the playoffs this year. I, I think even that's uh, I think even that's a little bit of uh, Steve Eiserman. Everyone's got faith in Stevie. He's not out there playing, folks. Right, uh, right. He's putting some pieces in place. So uh, I am obviously Detroit picked to be one of the three or four worst teams in the league this year. But let's talk Wings overall. Let's talk about their prospects. Um, I know fans are a little upset here locally that there's not. Too many new, young, talented players that made the opening night roster. You know, with was Zadina, Rasmussen, uh, Valeno, all those guys uh, starting off down, down in Grand Rapids. So let's take us through first. Let's talk about those guys, the prospects. Our sixth overall pick, Zadina. Uh, you got Rasmussen, who's a year ahead of him, and ninth overall pick. Uh, now you got Valeno who was the 30th pick. You got Moritz Sider, who Eisner mm-hmm. went off the board with and snagged him at six this year. So exciting times in Grand Rapids, but what do you – what do you think? Who's the first guy to come up this season and when and why do you think that'll happen?
1: You know I've been uh, kind of thinking about this pondering back and forth. I really do think that Moritz Sider might get a few cracks. You know our, our defense seems to have some older veteran guys who deal with injuries as in daily. You know Erickson here and there is kind of uh back and forth so I'd like to see him maybe just get thrown in a few games and see how he responds but as well I think they sent a lot of these guys down to Grand Rapids seeing how they would kind of respond in the next few following weeks going into their season as well kind of see who just takes that leadership role in the next step to obviously come up and play at the next level so
0: all right, who do you think of that of our crop, the crop of the next wave of Red Wings? Who do you think's the the most talented is going to be the biggest impact player on this team and win? Um as far as offense goes, I really like Joe
1: Valeno. He's just uh he kind of, you know, he's he really can hold onto the puck and make a play. Um I mean, I think he's got a good shot as well. He sees the ice pretty well and he's a pretty good skater. Not the quickest guy, but um pretty good skater so he should be exciting for years to come and you know i mean i think if uh rasmussen utilizes his size a bit and gets going he could uh he could be a good uh net front presence maybe like a whole holstrom as well so all right yeah, i
0: definitely agree with you on valeno i think uh i think i think when they when the hockey experts do the redrafts 10 years from now like- and they pick the one through thirty-one. Who should have been drafted where? I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna see that Joe Valeno is gonna pop up as a top ten, possibly close to top five. Should have been once you see what he what he does over the next ten years if he stays healthy. Uh, once he cracks the lineup. So yeah, I definitely think he's probably the most complete prospect. Uh, you know, outside of once you get out of Larkin, Anthony Seo, and the guys that are, are already making their mark with the team. Um, but yeah I think once you get to that next level of guys who's gonna who's gonna fill in the top six top nine forward role I think Joe Valeno is gonna be probably the best uh the best player of the upcoming wings and what a steal to get him at number 30 and he was projected to go in the middle of the lineup or uh middle of round one and the experts were saying he does a lot of things good but he doesn't do any one thing particular that that stands out and fell right in the wings laps at 30 so I think that's going to be a huge steal for Detroit going yeah, to be absolutely huge part of the lineup. I'm going to admit, I didn't know a lot about Moritz cider. I don't think a lot of people locally were looking at him. You got to think with Iserman taking him sixth overall, obviously he had access to Ken Holland's team and Ken Holland's staff, uh, coming in. Um, so I'm thinking that, uh, Moritz was probably uh, on the Red Wings' radar. Not a lot of people knew that. Eiserman um, made that bold move. What are your thoughts about that one? There, there's a lot of offensive potential on the board at that point. Right. He, right. he didn't even take a. a you know, I, I think of the prospects that were still on the board from the defense. Moritz was rated like the third or fourth of the guys that were still available at that time. So.
1: Yeah, and you know, I mean, playing in a, a European league, it's always it's kind of skewed and opinionated in a way. And, you know, I, I trust in our in our uh, management and our scouting and Draper and, you know, Iserman. I think they, they obviously know t- how to develop a player and uh, what they're looking for. I think uh, Moritz, you know, he's got good size. He's got good reach. He can skate. He's real poised. He just seems like he belongs. So I'll be excited, again, like I said, if they pulled him up for a few games and just see how he kind of fits in. Because I think... Um, I truly do think that it's more of a development thing as far as he goes. They don't want to get him hurt in his early career. So um, I think personally he could probably crack the roster now and be ready to go from what I saw in the prospect tournament and things like that. But um, it'll be interesting to see. So,
0: Okay. So keeping with the Red Wings, uh, so what do you think their potential is this season? Do you think they can be a, a playoff team? The East is tough. Their they're division's stacked. You know, I think if uh, everyone stays healthy, I think they do have a chance.
1: Um, Even a wild card spot, I think for sure, is something that we could possibly slide into. Um, We just got to make sure our uh, our main guys are stepping up. Larkin and AA have to have big years again this year. I'm really looking uh, for a big year out of Mantha. And, you know... Guys like uh, Abdelkader and Glenn Denning, maybe if they could notch a few more points on the
0: board, that would help out a lot as well. So, yeah, it's definitely the wings spot where they lack. If they obviously defense has been uh, a soft spot over the past few years, our offense outside of their top three forwards is lacking. Who's going to provide that secondary scoring? You know, Glenn Denning played well last year um Nielsen didn't so yeah get a guy like Nielsen to step up Philpola coming in uh if they can provide some more offense from the third and fourth line that would definitely would help help the wing string a couple more points together uh, as the season progresses um so outside you know speaking of Manta you mentioned expecting a big year out of him what do you think his ceiling is this year 30 goals 40 goals if he stays healthy I think he's I think he's definitely
1: capable of it I think his problem is just uh you know He's got to shoot the puck more when he's when he's got it on his stick and he's in those high scoring team, like opportunities. He's uh you know, he's a big guy, he's got reach. He uh you know, I mean, he's not the best skater, not the fastest, but he can cover a lot of ground. He's got that size. So, I think if he got a little bit more nasty and physical, he'd open up a lot of more space for himself and his line mates. And uh you know, I think I think that top line as well as maybe even like Tyler Bertuzzi, I'm not sure what the lines are going to turn out to be they got a lot of different things they can do with them a little bit more depth this year so um, I'm, can, I'm can, uh, kind of uh, excited to see what they're gonna decide to do with that and uh, I think you know I think he's definitely a 30 goal scorer if um, he's put
0: with the right people and uh, definitely state needs to stay healthy though yeah that's been his problem he can't fight every time he fights he breaks his hand yeah absolutely and then they become his teammates and now uh patrick nemeth talk about nemeth a little bit A lot a guy a lot of people here locally in detroit might not know about nemeth he's a solid defensive defenseman shot blocker Mm -hmm. should help out the penalty kill any thoughts on patrick yeah you know like you said just a a good stay-at-home guy he'll uh
1: he'll kind of help guide these young you know madison bowie um chelowski's gonna be on the roster i've seen so guys like that, you know, him and DeKaiser, I feel like are going to be the two guys on on the blue line that are really going to have to kind of guide these guys and make sure they're, they're kind of playing their part and, uh, doing things that they need to be doing on the ice and off the ice. So. Excellent.
0: Yeah. That's our outlook for the year. Detroit. We talked a little bit about Toronto, uh, made our picks for rookie of the year and Stanley cup. Zach's going with Calgary. He thinks the Canadian team can put one together this year. Um, let's do let's have a fun game let's do let's get this going for the year let's make some picks uh for the for the year uh as far as games each week so we'll pick games each week and we'll see who comes out on top of course we'll pick all the wings games and then let's pick uh let's pick a nationally televised game maybe the wednesday night rivalry night each week uh we'll go maybe pick four or five games so let's start with opening night saturday october 5th detroit travels to nashville to take on the predators who you got in that one
1: you know, I think it'll be a, a pretty intense game. Uh, Nashville playing some uh, some hockey already and, uh, you know, being at home, I think it's going to be a tough one for the Wings. But uh, I think our guys will come out firing. Uh, I'm not sure how uh, Larkin's doing. I heard he's kind of battling a little a minor injury, so... If he's not in the lineup, uh, I think they may take that one. But if he comes out strong and firing, I think that uh, we definitely can uh, make a statement early in the game and uh, with some of our speed and uh, get off to a right start
0: with a W. All right, so you're taking Detroit? Yeah, I'll take Detroit. All right, well, with the week off and Nashville already playing, I think it's going to be a close game, but I'm taking the Predators in that one. Okay. I just They're a big team. They're pretty quick. Uh, I think they're better overall. Um, so yeah, I I think, uh, I think Detroit's going to fall behind early in that one, uh, just a little rust from being off for a week. And I don't think they're going to be able to come climb back in it, but it'll probably be a classic Detroit one goal, the fight within a goal and just not be able to put up enough offense to force overtime and go over the top. So then the wings are back at it Sunday, the sixth, they have to make the trip back from Nashville at home to Detroit for their home opener. And they got Dallas in town are you liking that one
1: you know that that one I'm gonna have to take uh Dallas you know uh Tyler Sagan kind of their front runner and a lot of other guys but uh they just seemed even last year you know I I think they started playing together a lot better they kind of uh started meshing a bit and I think they might even be a a little bit of a threat kind of that's going under the radar this year so uh, I'm excited to see with them what they can do as well but as far as the game Sunday, I think they might, they might take, take us at home.
0: Well, I'm going to flip it and go the opposite on you again. D- Dallas plays on Saturday night in St. Louis. Those two have a pretty tight, tense rivalry. I think St. Louis is going to beat them up a little bit. Uh, they're not going to be waiting for us. That's usually the hardest part of the back to back, is when the, your visiting team's already waiting for you at home. Right. So I think Detroit, after dropping to Nashville, Uh, on saturday i think they're gonna come back and take one at home uh, and get the season going and get everybody excited in detroit that will get everyone talking that we're gonna go to the stanley cup after that uh (laughs) first win in front of our home crowd yeah hey let's get the talk talk started (laughs) all right tuesday night october 8th anaheim's coming into detroit
1: oh that'll be you know I feel like that's going to be a good game. You know, they had a few uh, a few trades. I want to say uh, uh, Corey Perry's no longer there. He didn't have the best year last year. Um, but, you know, they still got a lot of talent over there. Um, I think that'll be a good game, but I'm going to take the Red Wings in that one. Um, I, think, uh, I think the goalies on our side are going to be a big factor in that game. I think they're going to st- uh, stand tall and play a big game, and
0: uh, we're going to come out with the win there. No, I'm going to stick with you. I'm going to go with Detroit. Uh, Anaheim should be well-rested. They have a few nights off before that game, but there's something tells me that the the Wings are going to take that one and get uh, two straight wins on home ice here, start the season 2-0 and at home. The big one, Wednesday, October 9th, New Jersey travels to Philadelphia. Jack Hughes' debut on national television. What do you like in that one?
1: You know, I'm real real excited for this game obviously to watch Jack Hughes most most, but uh you know, I think this is going to be a real physical game and that's the kind of hockey I like watching. So uh it should be a good one. Um I'm looking for a full 60 minutes from both teams uh just kind of back and forth hockey. Uh north and south, east and west. Um but you know, I think I think uh there's gonna be a lot of energy around Jack Hughes and his his boys over there with Wayne Simmons. Uh they got Subin as well now. You know, they, they just got a well rounded team. Taylor Hall, him and uh Jack Hughes, I feel like they're gonna get things going early with a few points each, and I think they're gonna take it over Philadelphia.
0: Yep. I'm gonna agree with you on that one. I don't have much to add to that. Excited to watch uh, Jack Hughes uh live uh You got to watch out for those Philly guys. They like to play rough and they know that the hype's coming and they're going to want to shut Hughes down early. So hopefully he can weather that initial welcome to the NHL. Welcome to nationally televised hockey in Philadelphia. But I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to take New Jersey in that one. Last game next Thursday. We'll be broadcasting after that game. We'll be recording uh, late next Thursday night. But before that, the wings will squeeze in one more game. They're going to travel to Quebec and take on the Montreal Canadiens. Who do you like in that one?
1: You know, uh, I think that's going to be a good game as well. Uh, not really sure exactly how I feel about this one because these are both two teams that could kind of go either way. They could have pretty solid years or they could kind of tank out and not do so well. But, uh, I think i'm gonna take uh detroit again on this one maybe that's just a little bit of a being a home home bias stance there but uh i think i'm
0: gonna take detroit yeah you know montreal's had some problems the last uh, few years they're really searching for an identity over there um but i'm gonna take montreal over detroit in that one uh i just detroit on the road uh, it's going to be a rough year for them, so I'm going to just to keep it even at a two and two start, keep them at 500, I'm going to take Montreal in that one. No particular reason behind that other than their both teams are going to struggle through. I just think Montreal early season at home is going to take that one over Detroit. All right, all right, not some not bad
1: picks, not bad picks.
0: Yeah, all Red Wings in there. So we'll try to mix in some other NBC Sports, nationally televised, some rivalry games as the year goes on. Uh, this way we're not sticking with just Red Wings picks. But I think we made it, Zach. Podcast number one.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been good. It's been good. I'm looking forward to the year. And it uh, should be a lot of
0: exciting hockey, so a lot to talk about. Yeah, very good. Well, everyone, thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. Thanks for giving us the opportunity. We're excited. Uh, we promise we'll get better each week uh we'll see you back here next week we're gonna record every thursday and and get these out to you so some of the info might be a little bit delayed but we're happy to bring it so stick with us give us another shot and we'll see you next time on the lighter side all right